Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast. I'm your host, Gator. Fuck you. Oh yeah, 2.0 version. (laughs) Blake and Chris. Okay, so huge, huge holiday just passed. I mean, it's America's favorite holiday, right? Yeah. I mean, this is shit's bigger than Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. And nobody talks about it. Uh, Yeah, not talking about Easter. I'm talking about fucking 420. Yeah. Bro, tomorrow's 422. 420 also? No, it's 422. 2021. Damn. So there will be a 422-22? Yeah. So like you got a stoner with a stutter. See? Yeah. We should write that down as a <laughs> name stunner with a stutter. 422, 22. Yeah, 2022, 22. Okay. So, uh, in the, in the spirit of 420, the first opening topic, um, in Washington, D.C., apparently there's a, um, what do you call it? A like program? A, yeah, a non, uh, an organization. That's, that's what I want to ah, call it. Yeah. It's an organization that is offering free weed for people that get their COVID 19 shots. How do we feel about that? It's, it's an incentive, man. It is a... Do you think it's going to make people that were would otherwise not get the shot get their shots? Uh, maybe. Depends if they recently ran out of weed, probably. And how much weed they're giving you. Yeah. <laughs> is it a barter situation? What, okay, what about, what, about, uh, what about homeless people? Oh, I bet it would attract that crowd. But they'd Wait, probably get even more if they had another drug. How many times out. can I take the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To keep, like, can I? Can this be like a weekly thing? Can I just like <laughs> pop it in and take the vaccine and get an ounce like every week? What if I just donate blood? How's that, dude? If if you were homeless, tell me you wouldn't go and get the vaccine just so you could get some weed. Like every day, <laughs> dude. I'd be too afraid of people stealing it from me. No, you're gonna sell it or smoke it, and I you'll mean, be super vaccinated. You can't do that. <laughs> super vaccinated. I bet it says right on the package, not for resale. <laughs> I'm sure the homeless people heed that warning. Yeah, just, just like, they, like they, they don't get the COVID <laughs> vaccine a dozen times. <laughs> well, okay. What if if that would wouldn't uh, inspire people to get the vaccine? What else might? I, I know cash money is being offered. Oh, that sounds pretty. Like I good. think. Well, I've seen advertisements up to four thousand dollars and shit like that. Get paid to get poked. Yeah. Hey. Hey. What about uh, what about just booze, right? I feel like weed, though. Weed, you're going to get all the kids. The thing that... Because kids love weed. Smoke weed, kids. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know a lot about the vaccine. They might not be comfortable with how booze might interact with it. And it's so weird that they're like, oh, there's this lung disease that'll make you, like, die. But here, smoke some weed after you took your lung oh, disease but weed, shot. But weed's good for you. It's healthy. Yeah, it, it kills the lung cancer. <laughs> Oh, in the COVID too. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, wait, weed is the vaccine, bro. There you go. Or the cure. Maybe. Boom. That's not medical science. That's Solved just it. bullshit. <laughs> just to be clear. Solved it. <laughs> so what if they gave out like free hot dogs? Or what if they gave out like pulled pork sandwiches or something? Damn, dude. Like Texas style? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just saying. I'm like, you know. What hey, could they do? They what if they give you a bunch of stocks? Brisket, How dude? bullshit would that be if you were like, like, if you went last week and got your COVID vaccine, and then this week they're like, we're just giving away fucking money and barbecue and Dude, weed. I bet if they gave away Bitcoin. There you go. Or like Dogecoin or something. That would be. Bro, pretty soon you're not going to be able to give away Dogecoin. 
You're just yeah, dude. I'm fucking left holding the bat. I don't even want to get into that. Here's Dogecoin, but you're gonna want to sell it like now, dude. You give someone Dogecoin and they're like, "Cool, I got some free Dogecoin." And two days later, they're like, "Fuck, I lost all my money." <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, so awesome, dude. I was riding this fucking wave, right? It, or it wasn't even a wave. It was a fucking like a like a ping pong ball or something. It like it would go up and sell and then go back down. And I started with like. 50 bucks or something, right? Yeah. Dude, I got up to like 550 bucks just playing that fucking Damn. Bounce, right? And so I'm like, hell yeah, this is, <laughs> this is cool. I'm going to keep doing this. Right now I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on like, I don't even know, a, a 1300 Dogecoin for like, I think I paid 550 bucks for it and I've lost a hundred bucks of it. Damn. It's just, <sighs> tanked. Damn. I bought it at like 39 cents. It's down to like 30 cents. Damn. It might come back. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm holding the bag now. No, like look, I'm not right, gonna sell it. Right before you think it's gonna come back, you should go dump another five hundred bucks into it. I guess. Yeah. So I, I, it's not that I've lost money because clearly I haven't. I I got it for free. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. But but I'm not gonna sell. Like you can, you can only lose the money if you sell, right? So I'm just gonna hold it in hopes that one day I don't know, maybe it'll come back. Otherwise, <clears throat> just holding on, bro. Yeah. Diamond hands. Damn, and and it was crazy because you know they said 420, which is supposed to be a meme holiday. Dogecoin was going to go through the roof. Everybody was anticipating it. You know, like Elon Musk and fucking all these motherfuckers tweeting Doge to the moon, and that's the day it tanked. What's up with that? Like, how does that even happen? I think because it's uh, a pump and dump, bro. Yeah, they knew it. They knew it. It's totally like a socially fueled thing, you know. But if it was just socially fueled, I feel like it would have gone up because a bunch of people, I'm sure a bunch of people bought into Dogecoin on 420. I think probably people who were like looking at it uh, in terms of risk, they're like, there's no actual value or asset behind it yeah. compared to other cryptocurrencies they could invest in. So they're like, no. So you're saying it was a bubble that busted. Yeah. And my point is it shouldn't have busted on the day that it was supposed to be big unless the people, the big, the, the bulls sold on that day because they knew people were going to be buying. And so what I'm saying oh, is yeah. it, it was it was pumped up. It was pumped. And so a bunch of fucking chumps like me and plebes and poor people. and They you know just took I mean? your money, yeah. He's like, oh, I just got done with my job as a waiter. I don't make shit for money. And I'm going to invest in Dogecoin today because it's going <laughs> to... And they yeah. just get fucked. They yeah. tanked it and they're going to let it tank as hard as they possibly can. And then they're going to buy everything back up cheap and fucking pump it again. Maybe they meant to do that. That's what I'm saying. I think they... I think I got played this time. That's what I'm saying. Dude, I'm going to start watching for what politicians buy or their families buy. Because it usually takes that off. That should totally be it. I guarantee you that's a thing, right? Oh, it's yeah, be, dude. Yeah. Can I just invest in whatever the politicians invest in? <laughs> yeah. Give me the politician fund, please, <laughs> for 500 Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they should create an ETF or something. Yeah. All right, let's see what's in the box. This is going to be a hard sell, uh, but fuck it. But fuck it. Today we are drinking uh, Maker's Mark. Uh, we've done Maker's Mark before, but it's a chill-ass week. Chops out this week, so we're kind of freestyling. And, uh, you know, we just thought we'd drink something comfortable, something good. By we, he means him. You're not going to drink Maker's Mark? No, I'm going to drink Maker's Mark. I just didn't make the decision that that's what oh. we were going to do. Because I was like, literally, let's just, anything else that's a full bottle, bring that on. So, I... But, but here we are. The the problem was, uh, I've got two badass bottles. I mean, the box has two badass bottles. But the box hasn't taken pictures of them yet for Instagram. And then also, like, 
I don't know. It seems like kind of a fuck off week without Chop being here, and and I don't know. It'll be good to to review uh, an old faithful, and we, we're you. still being true to form, drinking whiskey. Fuck you, Chop. So, cheers, cheers. Got uh, drinking Evan Williams, Chop. Damn it, nice little oh. Dr Pepper, I see. That's the big boys. I guess somewhere in the back of my mind, let's be real. Drinking a new bottle of whiskey every single week is not sustainable. We're going to have to circle back around eventually. So, we should have created a database is what we should have done. Oh, and been documenting all this shit? Yeah. Instagram's pretty good record. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, for a long time I was actually putting all the reviews in there, but then I was like, eh, make people listen to the show if they want the reviews. Yeah, that makes sense. Somebody's homework is to go back through all that and fucking dump it into an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, yikes, dude. We'll just have the uh, the interns do that. Yeah, when do they start? The summer, right? <laughs> yeah, when do the interns start? <laughs> as soon as these motherfuckers go get on page, Patreon. I thought Chop was the intern. Dude, so going down the the crypto area. So there's crypto... Eric, you know what I think might be fun? Let's talk about what we think cryptocurrency is. Because I know I don't fucking know. Oh. Chris knows. Chris knows. <laughs> what What oh. is Cryptocurrency. It's cryptocurrency, bro. Like, I, okay, we could even do. I want to do cryptocurrency, NFTs, and then we can then we can move on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's all go roundtable. All right. So, cryptocurrency, as best I can explain it, is um, there's a there's a, an algorithm, a computer program that mines by keeping track of transactions, and it it randomly or not randomly, but through a, a formula generates. Crypto generates currency or a token of some kind, a, a thing, and basically, uh, it's a it's an online ledger where everybody that's mining is keeping track of the ledger, so you can't lie about it because there's all these other things that are keeping track of it. So you use the computing power of the people that are invested in mining for it to keep up with the ledger. I think that's I think that's what it is. Whoa. And it's an online currency that um, has it obviously doesn't have a physical uh, coin or, or what do you call it? Uh, like a dollar. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not physical. It's it's only digital. And I think that um, the reason it's cool is because it'll make online transactions easier. And it also works well for like instead of trying to uh, oh make a dollar. Like if I'm trying to buy a toaster from England, I don't have to make a dollar into a pound. What is that called? Uh what would I call that? Current exchange. Exchange rates. Yeah. Like you, you can nix that because you can be like, oh, this is, you know, 10 Dogecoin or whatever. You'll know it's really going somewhere when fucking like Amazon starts letting you buy with mm-hmm. Bitcoin or something, you know? Yep. I know like a lot of behind Bitcoin, I don't know if the reason it was created, but you can like hide transactions and stuff like that. There, yeah, there's that no, was, that was oh, the yeah. Whole, whole point of Bitcoin when it started. Was, it was anonymous? Yeah, it's an anonymous transactions. You can't pinpoint person from either side. Because yeah. again, I think because everybody's keeping track of the transactions. Which at the time when it was new made it uh, like so they couldn't be prosecuted because those transactions that were... Yeah, the first time I heard show. about Bitcoin, it was on that documentary about the Silk Road. Silk Road, yeah. Uh-huh. And people were using it to buy drugs and prostitutes mm-hmm. and assassins and shit. Yeah, so that dude's from Austin, turns out. Nice. Yep. Yeah, there's some drama around him, too, about, like... There's a lot. There's a lot, dude. That That's something I actually kept up with when, when it was happening, happening back then. Because there's, like, a whole, like, freedom of information thing that is, is 
abound on the internet. And basically it's like how constitutionally it can be enforced, you know, things can be enforced via the internet. And one of the, like, one of the things, for instance, is like the gun manufacturer that was releasing specs to the internet, or selling them even, for like $5 a spec, and then people could print the parts on a 3D printer and mm-hmm. make make guns. And it was basically the, you know, here's the fucking formula, put this in your 3D printer, and it makes a fucking gun that fires. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's... But it's freedom of information. But Technically, I guess, they're not doing anything wrong. All they're doing is making the information available to the people that could potentially do wrong with it. But then also, like, you get down to some constitutional pieces there. Like, if I make the gun myself, like, do, like, really? I, how is that not? See, I kind of, I'm, this is a weird subject. And this is cool because we'll get a little bit serious. Uh, so, you can already make a fucking gun, right? right? Yeah. Uh, make it s- say something simpler so that we d- we can skip a few steps, right? A sword, okay? Mm-hmm. A sword is a weapon, right? We can agree on that. So imagine there was a company that was selling plans to make a sword, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you have the know-how, you can just make a sword. Or if you got those those specs, you could mill a sword out of the CNC machinery, right? right. You could, which is basically the same thing as a 3D printer, just reverse. You're yeah. taking away instead of adding on. Right. So it complicates it when you make it a, a gun because uh, I feel like guns can be used for more damage than a sword can. But realistically, a fucking three D printed gun isn't doing very much. Yeah. Well, it's not true. They got it to where it could fire three hundred rounds. Hmm. Well, fuck me. But I don't <laughs> think that that's re- should we should we be holding the people that sold the plans accountable for the actions of the people that right. used them. And that was right? the whole thing behind Silk Road, right? Was all he was doing was providing the platform for these anonymous transactions to take place. And then he was taking a percentage of the transactions. He was also doing bad stuff too. So he was profit. He was profiting. He did, from- get, he did get into some bad stuff because he was in a gray area to start with. And he definitely made some bad choices and that's what I'm getting at is Which if, in the end got him. If you prof if someone buys a kinda. if someone buys an assassin or a drug deal make it easy, a drug deal, right? Someone buys drugs on, on your website and you take a cut of that, you're you're participating in some le- illegal shit there. Right. It, it's well, real easy to make that argument anyway. So basically the things that he got in trouble for specifically is he started growing mushrooms and selling mushrooms out of a place in Bastrop, pretty close to here. Um, to promote Silk Road in the beginning. Um, because it's kind of hard to convince the internet, right? Like, here's a safe way to fucking do drug transactions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so he kind of t- took the bull by the horn, so to speak, and like grew some drugs, then sold them on via his shit and was like, see, it works. And then motherfuckers were like, holy shit, it works. And everybody started doing it. But I guess my question to the show, to you guys, is should he be allowed to? So, how do we feel about this? Yes. Uh, he also got in trouble later for hiring a hitman. <laughs> right. And, and obviously, like directly being a part or directly doing crimes is going to get you in trouble, right? You're going to. But one of the things. But my question is if someone else is doing crimes and you're just taking a cut of it, not knowing the crimes that they're doing, should you be arrested for that? Right. Should you get in trouble for that? It no. seems like. No, and to me the answer to me the answer is no, and and same kind of with the freedom of information stuff that's out on the internet. I, the the internet is there, 
I feel like it's a slippery slope because but you're it, an accomplice. You're almost like a guilty by association. There. But it's like being in the car when they get pulled over. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but at the you same get, time, you, you're saying, you know, like Bank of America has been into some shady shit for a long time at different points in time, whatever. Because I bank there, does that make me an accomplice to the crime? Because if that's no, the case, you can't use any. You're not bank. the owner of the bank, right? What about Venmo? No, but I'm invested in it. What about it? Well, Venmo, I'm sure, is being used for... For terrible shit. Yeah, all kinds of shit. And I'm invested into Venmo because I use it. Yeah, but does that mean when Venmo goes down, because hypothetically, because people are selling drugs on it, you're going to go to jail too? No. It better not. No, but should Venmo get in trouble but for... should Venmo get in trouble for you? What about... Like, when what I... About how about this? When I invest... What about Uber, bro? I mean, that's <coughs> like saying, is the, should the Federal Reserve get in trouble for printing currency and... Have, and people use that to do illegal stuff. Or should Smith and Wesson get in trouble when someone mm-hmm. robs a bank? bank and uses their gun, right? Yeah, like this, yeah. Or somebody listens to somebody's music and that influences them to do something, you right? Know, like. So it's a slippery slope, is my point. And as long as you're not directly involved in the crime, I feel like you can't be held accountable for it, right? Exactly. Yeah, but, but I think and he was and he was that was one of the things he did get convicted for and held accountable for was running the was running the thing. He so. broke too many laws, man, at one time. He went too hard. Yeah, dude. They just lined it all up at that point. Dude, but the way they caught him was completely illegal. They're too. like, Oh, you're hiring a hitman, oh you're growing dope, oh you're selling dope, oh and it's on the website you own, oh and you've been promoting it through your website. Oh dude. You know, like Bro, the way if they- he just owned the website and didn't do shit other than just host a website, he yeah, would he would have gotten away better. with it. But hiring the hitman and fucking growing and selling dope, those are, you know what I mean? The way they caught him was like fucking entrapment, bro. When when your license is expired or whatever, you're not going to be speeding around, you know what I mean? When your headlight's out, you're not going to be... Driving at night. Yeah, you know what I mean? But if I get pulled over for a DWI, Ford shouldn't get in trouble, right? For facilitating it. Well, I mean, they did make the car. (laughs) And they sold it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. They 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 made it easy a, and accessible. They installed a seatbelt so that it would be safe for you to drive drunk. They the put the the steering wheel in the place it's supposed to be, the gas pedal where it's supposed to be. Everything's so convenient for you. I mean, they they just kind of set it up for you. It's a trap almost, dude. Yeah. They're like, look, we'll even give you a key. Oh yeah, it didn't. You don't even need a key anymore. You can just get in and push buttons. Shit, you don't even dude. Have to, if you're all drunk, you can't find your so keys. So of course, you know? and that's and that. <laughs> situation ford is totally guilty for you getting <laughs> drunk and driving your car i think ford should have to pay for the breathalyzer that's not going to be a part of your truck yeah i don't know it's a it's an interesting argument i don't maybe it's something that uh cryptocurrency can solve uh well what was the other thing we were going to try and oh nfts nfts this, i've i know even less about this yeah i don't get it it's non-fungible transaction something it's yeah. like a it's like a digital thing. So you can sell a piece of art that's a painting on a canvas and someone gives you cash and you've made a transaction. It's a This is a piece of digital media that's like, see, that's where it's confusing to me because I can upload a dick pic, be like, here's my art, and that dick pic can get copied and sent all over the internet, you know? But it's not the original. But it's not the original, so it's those are copies. Those are... Those are uh, counterfeit yeah the original dick pic is what's worth a million dollars yeah no it, it it makes sense to me it's like uh there's like people selling it's just like your shit yeah but it's just like you're saying it's like uh well some people fucking shit on a canvas and sell it you know what i mean the original is worth a lot 
but you try to copy it, you know, <laughs> nobody's want to buy that shit. But I guess Literally. they're just, they're, they're taking, yeah, they're taking like that concept, I guess, and bringing it into the digital world. And the thing is, people put, apparently see value in it and they put It's just money a little bit it. harder to wrap your head around, I guess. Fair yeah. Well, what's up with that Keith Richards bathwater though? What's up with it? You know? But that's a real thing. Yeah, but I'm talking about a digital water. Digital water? Yeah. Well, no, so you could sell the sound of Keith Richards' bath being drawn. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Or you could sell the video of Keith Richards taking a bath. Even better. I feel like that's more marketable in other areas, though. Oh, yeah. You- like horses? Digital digital thoroughbreds? Uh, this transitions perfectly into that. <laughs> no, it really does. Uh, that's a good transition. So they're they're racing horses now. Basically, this is a digital fucking thing it's not real it doesn't exist right but people are buying um horses in a game or online essentially not essentially literally and they're not only selling racing these horses they're breeding and owning raising selling the offspring and it's it's not that's what i guess that's where my brain gets hung up is it's not fucking real it's not even a real thing how how are you selling this thing that's not a real thing you never bought the expansion pack on call of duty exactly you're you're right I, like <laughs> fundamentally i know that that it's there i just it's hard to wrap your head around the thing is like i think we have to keep up with it because it's, it's just like bitcoin was five years ago people are like oh that's nothing that's just digital cryptocurrency you know it doesn't Oh, I don't know. It's just computers, and it's easy to give crypto or give Bitcoin value now because people value it. Yeah, right. Same with this digital fucking NFT shit. Like, it's hard to wrap your head around, but people are clearly buying into it and putting money into it. So, this horse thing <laughs> in the real world, you can sell horse sperm, and it's worth tons of money because it's came from the stud, right? Yeah, that's the physical way of like, okay, we're breeding these horses now. But if you're if you're breeding horses online, it's basically just a coin flip. Oh, I guess so is, man, I don't know. I guess so is buying the sperm because you may not get a champion just from the sperm. Yeah. It's a good chance. And it might not taste good either. <laughs> this tastes like shit. <laughs> and it's probably a pain in the ass to get. But. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> something about a computer. that Maybe what it is, is it can be hacked, right? You could. You could potentially hack the system, the game, and be like, okay, I'm going to buy this horse that's cheap, and it's going to end this baby horse, and it's going to end up being a champion because I fucking know it is. Hey, man. No, dude. That's a really nice car. Like, what do you do for a living? Oh, you know, I mine for horse sperm on the internet. (laughs) It's a real pain in the ass. (laughs) Internet, digital horse sperm. Yeah, I mine digital horse sperm. Dude, you just create horse viruses, dude, and spread them throughout all the other... Wait. You know what I mean? Put it in the horse digital hay or something like that. <laughs> and they eat it. And you're like, yeah, it's got a virus in it. And they eat it. Now it's going to alter their DNA. Their digital DNA. You could definitely sabotage a race just like you could in real life. Like right? the track. Yeah. Or or the horse. Instead of making the horse sick, you fucking give the horse program a virus. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Or the rider. What if you made the rider sick? <laughs> The, the digital rider? Yeah. There's got to be a digital rider, right? There's a digital horse. I, and I guess this is, again, another thing that's hard for me to wrap my head around. If we're replacing horses now, if we're replacing horse racing, which is a sport, we're replacing horses, which are athletes, I guess, in some kind of weird way. Um, how soon is it until we just say, okay, we're going to play 
uh, NFL now is online. We don't need fucking to pay these guys, dude. I or feel, I feel boxing like, or like I feel like these things had their shots, and you can still watch them on the Ocho for sure. You know, esports is an Ocho fucking thing that happens on the television now. But uh, that's different. That's different when you have oh, actual players dude. playing a game. What if there's AI in it, dude? But there's there's esports. It's it's. It, yeah, it's different when you have actual players playing a game, yeah, even if they're playing. Have at, these people like they actually bought the horses that are playing the game. Yeah, but it's not. They might have bought the horses, but it's not Look, them controlling and like, it. And if the and if the horse wins, they get like the ten times horse sperm bonus, right? Mm-hmm. So like their horse sperm now is worth ten times more than it was. If but, you if you bought a horse, would you they, ride it because they won? But yeah. my question, the the thing that people are betting on, nobody's nobody's. At least, as far as I understand it, nobody's playing the horse. Nobody. It's not about skill. It's about the programming that the horse has, and the horses race each other. And whoever pres- has the best programming wins. Presumably, no one really has control, which is fundamental in a in a sport. Right? You only have like you have to. There has to be an unknown there, or else it's not fun. So having a horse that's programmed to go faster than the other horses, like, yeah. See what I'm saying? What if they I, have? I, I don't know what I'm trying to get at, but. I see it, dude. What if you have a football league where every single player is digital, but they're unique and they all have different algorithms and like AI and all this shit to help them compute the game and play the game, but they're all individual and there might be like, let's say one engineer who works on each player and that's the star, right? He's the badass guy. He used to be the actual football player, but now it's the computer guy behind the fucking scenes, you know, writing all the fucking logic for this guy to be a great receiver and algorithmically and fucking by statistics, he gets this many catches in this type of situation. And then they have these fucking digital games that just play and people bet on those instead. So what I do like about this, one prospect that we should not that we should consider is that if if that's where we're gonna go, we can do any sport, right? Yeah, boxing. Could you imagine? No, like no, 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 no. Or Pokemon. Fucking chainsaw fights. Oh, dude. You see what I'm saying? Wars. We could do we could go anywhere. We could get fucking wild with it. Like since nobody's really getting hurt, you could fucking fight to the death. Since nobody's really getting hurt, you could... CTE isn't a thing. You can, like, tackle after the play's over, NFL Blitz style, you know? You could <laughs> fucking take people out, fucking try and... You're, like, trying to knock their knees out and take them out of the game, you Yeah, know? yeah. There's no permanent <clears throat> damage. The goal is to take over the world. It's like risk. It'd be online Except thunder. you can either be, like, war-based or, like, money-based, entrepreneurial-based. You know? Yeah. You can either, like, try and earn a bunch of money and, like, buy up the other shit. Or you can, like, be like, fuck you, I'm taking it. So Civ does that. You can win Civ uh, by diplomacy. But, again, that's people playing the character, the armies, the civilizations. So if you just left it all up to an algorithm, do you think that's something that people would actually get behind and get into? And, dude, there's some argument there. I I get it. Again, it's hard to wrap your head around. There's some argument there, though, that people will. Because people get... Um, invested in these in these fictional characters. Who would win in a fight, Thor or, or Hulk? Right? That's a fictional fucking thing that yeah. people are like super serious about. Uh, so it, it would that could be a a game. That could be a sport, even man bear pig that people bet on. Yeah, who would win in a fight, man bear pig or Hulk? Yeah, you know. Damn. Let's take a shot. Sounds like the future. It is the future. Future sports. We should invest. Ooh, it's got a good point. Well, it's teensy tiny. The wax screw on lid. Gotta appreciate that. 
Maker Smart? Oof. Oof. You don't like Maker Smart? I'm not a huge fan. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, okay, so we've talked about essentially AI or, or um, programming being lucrative in a sport context. What about there's a, there's a robot, an AI robot, that made a bunch of artwork, and now the artwork is selling for like $700,000 a piece, okay? So this robot, this AI, this, intelli- this artificial intelligence, they're talking about transitioning that over to music, and now the robot's going to make music without the input of a person. And again, this is getting right back into what we were talking about, because if a robot can, can make music, can make art, a robot can play sports, and we can, we can bet on it, right? And now, the, is the robot held accountable if it does something bad, or is it the person who made the robot? It can't do anything bad because it's all digital. Well, huh. I mean, I've seen Terminators. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> the computer uh, will grow legs and walk around. Well, yeah, this is what I was going to say. Like, once, look, I have a problem with it, them calling anything that we have currently AI because we're not completely there yet. Like, the closest thing we got is quantum computing, right? It's fucking the IBM Watson thing, right? So, what is it we're, called? We're the... still not there, but once it gets to the point where it's going down these creative paths and starts having self awareness, um, which is by all means only a half step away from where we're at, but once it gets there, does the, can the comp does the company still own the robot? Like, or is oh, the robot protected by like question dilemma? I, I bet it's like property. It's like a dog. You think? Yeah, you just just own it. It's just property. But if, mm, but, but if, if it has a conscious, it, if you own it, then you are responsible for if it does something bad. How is a robot gonna be more conscious than like a family pet? If my family pet bites the next door neighbor girl, my ass is in trouble. Hell yeah! And if your robot fucking gives your neighbor girl a virus, then fucking yeah, robot AIDS. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. You gotta kill your robot, bro. Uh, yeah, put your robot down. Take the battery out. I, I'm more worried. Dude, so I don't. What think- if you build a robot that you don't want to fight? Like. Oh no! This is out of my control. <laughs> I don't think that there, <laughs> we haven't we haven't made a robot or an AI that can pass. What is it called? It's called the Turing test. What is that? It's just a, a consciousness test, like a a way to supposedly if you can pass the Turing test, then you're you're conscious, you're aware, you're alive. So if we could make a <laughs> robot or an AI that could actually Dude, have there are humans that can't pass this test. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but if if we could make a robot that was conscious, that was self aware, that could feel feelings, right? Then at that point you can't own it anymore because it's it's a it's alive. It's a not a person, but it's a consciousness, right? It's like a dog. You can't tell me dogs don't feel feelings. But yeah. dogs can't make art and music, which is what this robot's doing. Shit. Oh, so it's better, dude. Yeah. Shit. I got a dog that talks all the time. Whoa, 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 whoa. And they have memory too. Fucking singing songs and there's something. I don't know. There's something English. There. They're just fucking understanding English. You know where I'm going, right? You see what I uh, again? I don't. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but there was a movie. What was that movie called? Uh, D- uh, Ex Machina or something like that. Ex Machina. Yeah. So. Uh, that was the coolest movie. It was about a guy that was creating AI, and he he brings in one of his the people that imagine like a Elon Musk avatar stand in whatever mm-hmm. like a that's who they were talking about. But he brings in one of his employees as like oh you won fucking employee whatever sweepstakes, and it's this 
programmer guy that he brings in and lets him stay at his house. And then he introduces him to this robot. And this robot is looks like a person and um, can talk and interact and, and all that. It's it's essentially a, a, a living person, right? And so the idea is um, the robot is programmed to escape. And this guy that programmed it is invested in stopping it. Because he knows that in t- until this robot can outsmart him, can can um, manipulate a person, and that's why he brought in the outsider. He's going to use the the robot needs to use the person, manipulate their feelings, make them feel like this robot is alive and deserves freedom and justice and all that. And again, the guy that wrote it is actively trying to hold it prisoner. And if the robot can't beat him, then it's not alive. It's just a robot because mm-hmm. he's still got control of it. And so it was him setting him setting up the robot for the ability to be self-aware. It was really cool. It was a cool concept for a movie. Yeah, it was a really cool movie. And in the end, you're you're asking yourself like, okay, did this robot this robot manipulated a person to escape? Is it a robot or is it a person? Is it alive or is it just a machine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it's a I mean it was built, so it's a machine, but is it does it have a soul, I guess? Look, it doesn't start getting real confusing until the robots come from the future back to the past. You Terminator know, time travel, Bro, you get robots and time travel and Terminators. This is how you get Terminators. <laughs> yeah, the, well, we're the, for sure on the path of Terminators. The fucking the the robot that is selling art and music trips me out a little bit because, like, is is the artwork that a person creates because they look at enough artwork to be like, okay. I know what people like, and then they practice it enough that it's good. Is that not the same thing as an algorithm, right? That looks at enough artwork to know what it is that people will buy and then to create it and then realize, oh, that didn't work. And they keep getting Mm -hmm. better and better until they make something that people actually do want to buy. Yeah, it sounds like the same thing to me. It's just a way faster, cleaner process of doing it. Mm -hmm. Because you could have a robot just listen to everything on Spotify and be like, okay, now make make a song. Mm-hmm. And it would make the greatest song of all time? Maybe. Yeah. But it would sound like shit to us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Which the, playlist did you listen to? And the robot's like, no, it's the best song of all time, trust me. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess so. You're fucking smarter than I am. <laughs> yeah. God, I bet it'd be a horrible song, too. <laughs> It's, it's Skrillex. Skrillex is actually a robot. It's Skrillex. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah for That's sure. That's fucking crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, though. It's like that. All right, look, dickheads. Each week, we're dropping this bomb-ass content for your ear holes. Now we're asking you to do something in return. The next time, the very next time you pull out your phone, instead of looking at Instagram or instead of fucking checking out Reddit, go to whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On our website, you can find links to all of our social media, um, Facebook, all that shit. And there's also links to all the different places you can listen, Spotify, Podbean, um, iTunes, all that shit. Google Google Play. Play. Yep. All your favorite podcasting apps. But look, like, I'm not just reading this. I actually want you to go to whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. There's a link to our Patreon account. This is how you can really put your money where your mouth is. If you like the show, subscribe to our $1,000 a month level and get a free rim job. Like, who doesn't want that? Compliments of chop. If you're a broke-ass bitch, there's also subscriptions starting at just one month, so we want to have you too. And just to give you a heads up, like, even at just one dollar, you're going to get into our uh, Patreon, uh, or I'm sorry, our uh, Discord hangout, and you can talk to us in person, you can comment during the show. So there's lots of cool perks to just being a part of our Patreon, go support us. 
Uh, this is how we'll keep the show going. And all jokes aside, we really do appreciate you, bitch. Also, Whiskey and Whiskers disclaimer, Blake really is just reading that shit. No, there's... It's improvised a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped in words, son. Yeah, not anyone can just do this shit. Yeah, it takes a special, special person. You gotta be able <laughs> to can't. read, right? <laughs> yeah, they can't. They can't read. Yeah, you think Steve. I know how to read? I fake this shit every week. <laughs> just memorizes it. So you really don't like Maker's Mark, huh? Eh. Why not? Yeah. They forgot the E in whiskey. I like it. A little bit rubbing alcohol in the back of my throat on the aftertaste. Okay. So where do we go from here? Man, we've been tearing it up with all the digital shit. Yeah. Okay, wait. What if the Terminator thing did happen, but they were programmed only by like the show Punked, you know, that Ashton Kutcher used to do, where he's like, surprise, you thought everything was fucked up, but we were just fucking with you. You know, so we have a they live type situation where the robots are real and they're just fucking with us, but we don't know that the robots are real. No, like, like somebody convinces you to go somewhere. No, like and they then come the back and they're like, oh no, Terminator shit, the world's gonna end, and everybody's like, oh my god, and they're like, gotcha, and they're actually really cool Terminators, <laughs> like bro Terminators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. That sounds like a, it sounds like a party. So what got me thinking about this is uh, is Gator showed us this fucking. Apparently, there's a show in. Uh, what the Middle East? Isn't Iraq? Yeah. yeah, and and it's like what is it called? Jihadi camera? Oh man, yeah, I can't remember the exact name, but but basically it's like you get kidnapped and like held hostage and tortured and shit, and then like at the end they're like just kidding, ha. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's not <laughs> kidding though. Apparently, they like tricked people, like celebrities, into going to certain places, like to help uh, children in need or do some kind of like non-profit work and they'd show Redo up at the these dash. like remote rural places and they'd have these guys dressed up like terrorists come out and <laughs> you get it. Yeah. And they're like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. After they're like shit in their pants thinking they're going to get killed. You thought stuff. we were going to cut your head off. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> God, it's horrible. So they're getting bashed right now. Big time over there. I guess that show. Cause it's not okay. Even over there. <laughs> this, this makes me think of that. Have you ever heard of that? Um, man or something manner. Maney, like Maney Manor or whatever. It's the the guy that does... It's a, supposed to be a haunted house show is how it started. And people pay a ton of money to come on to this... There to do this haunted house experience. And uh, the idea of it is that nobody's ever gotten all the way through. Right? Mm-hmm. But then you, you look... Uh, Caney, Caney Manor. I think that's what it's called. But if you look into it at all... Basically, it's just torture. Right? Yeah. Like, they literally torture you until you're like, no, fuck this. And then they're like, huh, see, you, you can't fucking, handle it. Yeah. And I, I think, I think it goes on as long as they want it to go on. They pretty much do whatever the fuck they want. They're not going to kill you. It's not in their best interest to kill you, yeah. but they're going to tell you they're going to kill you. And they're going to like hold your head underwater and fucking, you know, tie you up and throw you in the back of a van and make you dig your own grave and shit. Like they're going to do, they're going to torture you, you know? Yeah. So at some point it's like, dude, this isn't, this isn't. It's not a joke. Like, you you know. I don't know. I think I could do that and See laugh the saying? whole time. You're not punking me. You're fucking torturing me, dude. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you get it? Get it. <laughs> It'd be like, okay, you can't, you can't just walk into a bank and start waving a gun around, and then when they show up, be like, oh, I'm just kidding. Get it? You know? like yeah. no, Surprise. You're it was in that movie, camera. remember? When, and then you guys show up and it's all, remember? And there's ghosts here. And, and you're like, no, bro. You actually took the money. And we're driving away. And you're like, yeah, they were all a part of it. <laughs> yeah. My fucking driver, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a show. 
See the guy with the camera? It's just some fucking jackass in the back with a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. So, again, I feel like if you t- if you fucking tie someone up and throw them in a car, that's kidnapping, regardless of the fucking context. I yeah. Guess no matter how many cameras you have there and producers, it's pretty fucking terrifying. The the Kenny Manor, th- I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Um, they, there was a guy, I watched a whole fucking, you can watch, you can watch it. You can watch it on YouTube. Uh, there's a guy that was like ex-Marine, you know, like bad motherfucker. And he gave them a pretty good run for their money. Uh, he wasn't giving up and he kept like fucking with them. But the problem is, the more you fuck with them, the harder they're going to go, right? Yeah. So you're like, ha ha, like, whatever, you're not doing shit. And then they literally push your head underwater. And then you come back up and you're like, <gasps> and they're like, yeah, you think we're joking now? And he's like, you're fucking full of shit, dude. You can't, you know, you can't hurt me. And then drown him again. And dude, eventually he was just like, dude, fuck this. I'm done. And they're like, yeah, you idiot. And <laughs> the, the guy that like runs it or whatever comes out and he's like, hey, we're cool, right? Everything's good. And it's like, dude, you just fucking tortured me for like six hours. Yeah. You know? Do they at least get money or something at the end? No, they pay for it. They pay for it. Actually, no, no, no. I think I think it's free. the The guy doesn't make money from the customers. The guy that runs it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the customers might donate to a to a nonprofit or something. Oh, okay. And then he does the whole show for free. Basically, his income comes from the, the videos. Advertisements. The videos. Yeah. yeah. Next on fucked up shit for a good cause. Yeah, and <laughs> dude, that's such a fucking like. That's like the the lotto's like, oh, look, we uh, give some of our proceeds to education. You're like, well, that sounds kind of sketchy. <laughs> oh, to education? You just walked down to education and fucking gave the president of education some money? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. What kind of sketchy shit can I do to, if I donate to education? Like, <laughs> yeah. 30% of our profits go to education. Well, let's cut a deal. I'm going to give my money. I, I'm going to donate or raise money for orphans. Hey, they're doing the same thing. I think the states that have legalized marijuana for pregnant orphans are doing the same thing. I think they take a, they tax it huge and take a portion of it and give it to the education department (laughs) to education. Yeah. Yeah. How do you give money to education? It's easy. I think you give it to the politicians that, Oh, good. We can trust them with the fucking, yeah. I promise you I'm going straight to the education <laughs> store right after this and I'm buying as much education as I can buy. Yeah. And then I'm going to turn around and give it to orphans. Well, apparently that's not a thing anymore. A bunch of people got in trouble for buying education too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Whatever became of that? That was such a huge story when it happened. And well, dude, it was st- it's still a huge story. Did you watch the documentary? It was wild. Buying education. What are y'all talking about? The chick from Full House. That's the only one I know. Oh, that kind of buying education. Yeah, yeah, she got her her kids into college, dude. She went to jail, didn't bro. She? The dude that was facilitating this thing was like taking a picture of somebody like swimming in a swimming pool, and then like posting it into like a high school fucking championship. This fucking is another slippery slope thing. Like, like totally, that person was not like a high level swimmer, but they somehow got a sports scholarship. Here's the deal. Follow follow this logic, okay? We're gonna we're gonna start at the beginning. I'm a I'm not really, but assume, pretend that I'm a very well read, well educated, high scoring um, athlete in high school, okay? Yeah. And I'm writing my my uh, what is it? A fucking paper to get uh, my acceptance. Your my, essay to get into college. My essay to get into college. You're one in a million. So. I can word it in such a way where they're like, 
fuck this guy. Like, no, we're not letting this guy in. Or I can word it in such a way where they're like, definitely, we're letting this guy in. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, since I know I'm not a good writer, uh, I hire someone to help me write a good essay, to get me into college. Don't lie at all on the essay. I just have someone help me write it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, basically, what I've done is I've paid someone to make me look as good as they can. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, take that and just go, like, one step further and be like, okay. Uh, Maybe, like, ten steps further. No, just that. just one. Okay, well, look. I need you to go down to Goodwill and and volunteer for fucking six hours so that I can say you're a volunteer. And you're like, all right, cool. I'll go do that. So, not only now are you... Are you um, telling the truth about your actual accomplishments, but you're also like doing these things to to help get you know like to further your that you wouldn't have otherwise done if you hadn't hired this consultant. Okay, still not lying. Like you're not you're not hurting anybody, and you're still technically telling the truth. It's get, getting a little bit grayer, but you're still technically yeah. telling the truth. Now you go a little bit further, and you say, okay, well, you know, you made it. You made one B. You made one B, but look, I mean, on average, you're an A student. So at some point, if you keep sliding down this slope, you're just straight up like, you give me $10,000, I'll get you into Harvard, and I'm going to lie my fucking ass off, and you're going to get in. But we're not going to say that, because if we say that, you're fucked. Like, just just pay me, and I'll I'll figure out the rest. And I'll tell you what to say. Yeah. And furthermore, like I'll tell you what to say. And so I could see, and imagine you're a parent, right? You're a parent, and you're like, look, my kid's kind of a fuck up, but he needs the best, like, the best chances he can get to get into the best school. Um, he really does want to go, and I really do, like, you know, I love my kid. I'm going to do what I can to help him. And the guy's like, oh, don't worry about it. Give me 10000 bucks. I'm going to write this essay for him. I'm going to uh, blow up. I'm going to embellish on all of his uh, athletic achievements. I'm going to um, way oversell his, his volunteer time, and I'm going to get him into this college. And then you just keep going down that slope until basically you're just buying spots into college, you know? Yeah. Cut to the chase. Just do it for me, dude. Yeah. So imagine you were one of the parents, right? I get it that the guy doing it is clearly a bad person. Like he's straight up lying. He's he's cheating. He's he's breaking the system because he's he's a bad person. But the parents that are like, yeah, I need you to help my kid. And they're like, all right, cool. Uh, it's going to be $5,000. What's, what's your... Score, you know, what's your, uh, not scorecard, what do they call it? <laughs> your fucking... SAT? No. Well, okay, SATs or your fucking grades in school or whatever. Report card, there you go. Uh, what's your what's your report cards look like? And they're like, ah, oh, I fucking suck at everything. And they're like, all right, well, it's going to be $7,000. Yeah. And, and, you know, how, how were you in athletics? And he's like, ah, oh, I fucking smoked weed and played hacky sack. I like, hate soccer. All right, right it's going to be $10,000. Yeah. How, how do you, how'd you do on the SAT? And they're like, dude, I fucking bombed the shit out of that. And they're like, all right, look. <laughs> look, you're not getting into this college yeah. unless I do some fucked up shit. You owe me fifteen thousand bucks. I'll get you in. Also, I need to go take you to take some pictures of yourself swimming, and you're now the swim team captain for your school. So, <laughs> yeah. As a parent, I could see how you could get suckered into this, especially once you're five thousand dollars in, and he switches the game up on you, right? Yeah, and if you have that kind of money to do that shit, and then on top of that. I mean, I'm a parent. I was a couple weeks ago. I was talking so much mad shit about people that are like, "Oh, I'm a fucking parent, and that's my identity." Still, I'm a parent, so I can totally understand the idea of like, dude, I want to do whatever I can do to help help her get into college. You know, I feel like the parents, dude, if I, if you could cheat, why wouldn't you cheat? If you can afford it, why wouldn't you? You know, 
If you could buy a fucking Mercedes, you would buy a Mercedes or a BMW or a fucking monster truck, whatever. I guess where I'm going is we shouldn't be prosecuting the parents for this because all they did was like flex their fucking muscle that they've got, right? Yeah. We should be <laughs> we should be fucking with the guy that was breaking the law. That facilitates right? it. Yeah. Well, he got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he got fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But should should uh what is it, Aunt Becky? From Full House? Yeah. Should Aunt, Becky, something. should Aunt Becky really go to jail? Well, oh, she kind of knew what she was doing. Her kid, her kids were, they kind of just like put it out there on the internet. They tanked the whole operation. But again, if, if, if you started not knowing that you were doing something illegal, if you started with just like, hey, will you help my kids write an essay? And it just spiraled out of control, right? This first, this guy helps your kids write an essay, and before you know it, after you've given the guy seven thousand bucks, it's like I need another ten. I got a feeling, and I'm fucking doctoring pictures and shit. And I like, got a feeling there's a lot of people in prison that are like, I don't know, man, it just kind of spiraled out of control. Yeah, <laughs> that's true man. too. I guess yeah. maybe that's the line. Like once the parents realize that, okay, this guy's more than just a consultant. This guy's like actively deceiving people and, and lying. That's when it's they like, knew, you know what I mean. That's what the courts figured out. Yeah, it's like they knew they, what was going on. They knew, and yeah, like the if if they would have blown the whistle when they did figure it out, then like they would have got off the hook. You're never guilty by association because you're not doing something bad. You know what I mean, dude? But that dude was like seven hundred a year. Was fucking getting like seven hundred kids into college a year. Damn. And what do you do with all those kids that got in? Yeah, you can't fucking fix that. Like it's no. it's done. They're gonna go back and prosecute the parents for some of them. Guarantee it. I bet it devalued the, the school. I bet it devalued oh, definitely the school and the schools. I think a bunch of schools got in trouble for this whole thing too. But I bet it devalued uh, a degree, right? Like and just education in general, at least a little bit. I mean, you can't tell me, especially the schools that I don't know which schools were like the most used, like which ones he had fucking connections at where he was greasing palms. But I feel like that school, at least, and definitely the people, uh, some people that made it legit into that school, they go and show their degree, and people, someone somewhere at some point was like, "Is this uh, one dad, of those? Is this one of those kids?" This school, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, dude. But that's always been a thing, right? Like, what's your parents' Magna Carta or whatever? Like, that's not the right word, is it? I don't know what you're going for. Kind of like having your family name yeah, help you out. Yeah, your family name. That's been a thing getting kids into college for years and years and years. So should it? Mm, probably not. Not this day and age. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's getting sticky. It's getting hairy. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, oh, because there's situations I'm sure it's like, oh, my dad went there, so I want to go there. Right. Yeah. Like, if if the library is named after your fucking dad, then, like, you probably have a better shot than somebody who's not. Yeah. You know? I guess how much outrage do you want to deal with? You know? Your number one donor freaking out or... Welcome to this guy's stadium. <laughs> Dude, I remember it in high school. Fucking dad's coming up and like doing fundraisers and shit. They're like, oh, I'll bring my barbecue pit and I'll fund all the fucking brisket. And I'm a part of what are the, the athletic booster club, ABC. Yeah, the booster clubs. The booster club's like, oh, I'll, I'll bring 25 briskets and we'll do this big ass fundraiser and I'll cook all the food. And it's like, I get it. Like that guy's, he's he's doing work and he's putting in time and he's volunteering his his assets and, and, his, and his letters in football but you know also like the coach is like okay well he raised this fucking twelve thousand dollars last weekend i might ought to play his kid you yeah. know yeah and that was in high school and now granted that was like travis football so 
Yeah, that's tough too. It's clout, right? Isn't that called clout? Dude, it happens everywhere, even in fucking like Little League Baseball. Even in the workplace, man. It's not what you know, it's who you know. For sure. Oh, that's a bummer. All right, let's take a shot. Damn, I know a lot of shit, not a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucked. (laughs) I just do my job, show up to work and stuff. I don't don't fucking know anybody. I see what Finally, I see what went wrong here. I mean, I should talk to people. Fuck, dude, I'm out. <laughs> Cheers. Let me just sit in my corner. It's my stapler. My stapler. All right, let's talk about this Maker's Mark. Fuck you. Maker's Mark Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, handmade. Distilled, aged, and bottled by the Maker's Mark Distillery from Loretto, Kentucky. It's got some small writing on there, too. You should read all that shit. Nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. But, I don't know. Uh... We can we can break it down real quick. Sweetness. Haven't we already graded this one? Yeah, we have. I'd be curious what our grade is comparative. Yeah. Comparative. Set <laughs> <laughs> it right. I just was letting it soak in. <laughs> I'm so advanced to make up my own words. Comparative. Comparative. So comparatively speaking. Uh, <laughs> sweetness. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Ooh, you think it's sweet, huh? Yeah. Alright, I want to go lower. I want to go right right in the middle. I want 2.5, just like everything else. Somebody should write this shit down. Why? I'm not going to post this to Instagram. So, I want a comparison. Alright, alright. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, crunch. It's got a little bit of crunch. Um, I'm going to go three again. But not bad. Uh, yeah, I still want to do 2.5 right in the middle. Bite. I'll go, th- I'll go three on a bite. Yep. I was going to say three on the bite as well. Okay. Bottle. It's got a custom bottle. It's got a wax top. Everyone knows the maker's mark. Not nah, four. It's a screw cap. Three and a half. Four and a half. Well, it's just a little bottle. Three. Three and a half. Three is all the way down for me. And drunkenness. How do we feel? 2.5. 2.5? Yes, I can see it. Again, this week is more about uh, drinking something that uh, I like. Anyway, I guess Chris doesn't. <laughs> me? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a huge fan of the maker's. Leaves a, uh, uh, yeah, kind of a weird aftertaste in my mouth, like rubbing alcohol. Dude, Makers is my go-to, like, a lot of times, so how about this? I would rather drink Makers than drink Jack Daniels. I can see it. And I go somewhere, and I'm like, do you have any Woodford Reserve? And they're like, no. And I'm okay, do you have Elijah Cray? No. Gentleman Jack. Dude, eventually I'm just like, fuck it, Makers. And then, okay. I always try Gentleman Jack before Makers. We have, we have Jack Daniels and we have Jameson. Fuck, dude. (laughs) I don't want either of those. No, Jameson, dude. It's like twelve dollars a glass. Give me some ice and a straw. Ugh. Can I get a uh, Dora the Explorer tippy cup, please, with some Jack Daniels in it? Worth your worth. All right. Well, um, so today we were we were texting these topics. We don't have a whole lot of topics today. Maybe you can tell. <laughs> but uh, I got a topic. We were texting these topics back and forth to each other, and I don't remember what I said. I but I texted the group, the podcast group. And Gator, your response was something like, I haven't had a chance to look at this today, but or I haven't had a chance to look at this, but I'll check it out today after I get done with this meeting or something. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, dude, I have to ask, was that a pre-recorded text message? <laughs> that You know the list, the short list of text messages when you're like on the phone or something? It's and the ones that pop up on your watch if you got a watch. They call they call you and you're like, in a meeting, I'll call you back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it felt. <laughs> After I sent it, I was like, wow, that was, that was pretty good. Very pre-recorded sounding. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can still do it, but at one time you used to be able to add a signature text 
And so you could just be like, you know, brought to you by Carl's Jr. Like in your, and so every time you would send a text message, it would follow up another text message with brought to you by Carl's Jr. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. There needs to be some kind of app or something that's like a text Dude, message. It used to be a service. thing. I promise it used to be a thing. I used to get text messages from people who would like sign their name and their fucking company title. So you type like, that text? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh, you're a robot, bro. Bro, for sure, dude. So, what we're well, now what we're talking about <laughs> is to get back into robots, dude. You cr- fucking create an algorithm, decide like the best c- comeback. There's literally pickup lines, right? Robots have written pickup lines about which pickup lines weren't the best. Mm-hmm. You could write a or you could have a an AI that all it did was respond to text, you know, and you could. You could pick like almost an emoji. You'd be like sad face and it's like, oh man, I don't really feel good. I'll call you back when, you know, I feel better or something, whatever that, you know. Yeah. Or you could be like. You can do that now. You could be like crazy face and it's like, oh, I'm busy. You know, it's kind of hectic right now in the office. So (laughs) as soon as I get a chance. You see what I'm saying? Based on your location, and you like even, it's like the it's like the fucking buttons at, at McDonald's. Like you don't even have to read anymore or type anymore. You're just like frowny face. And it's like, <laughs> it's fucking okay. hammer. Do you want daddy to fix it for you? <laughs> and then once we and then once we get to the point where we have the algorithm that writes the text perfect and sends it back, now we need to write another algorithm that reads the text and translates it into the the, the correct <laughs> emoji, so we don't have to read anymore, dude. <laughs> So then we just have a middleman where we're like frowny face and it's like, you know, I'm not really feeling this. I have some questions regarding this topic. Will you please reach back to me later and we can discuss further. And then they've got their their algorithm that interprets that as a fucking frowny face. <laughs> Dude, in idiocracy, he goes to the hospital and it's like, what's your problem? And there's this lady with this huge keyboard that's only, like, little pictures of things. And it's, like, a guy that's been hit in the head. <laughs> and, like, somebody's, like, sick to their stomach. And he's, like, explaining his symptoms. And she's, like, uh, didn't know what button to push. And then eventually it's just, a, like, a guy, like, freaking out with question marks above his head. And she pushes that button. <laughs> it's, like, unknown. <laughs> this one goes in your mouth. This one goes in your ear. And this one goes in your butt. Wait. Hold on. No, this one goes in your butt. This one goes in your mouth. Dude, Idiocracy. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not going to do an Audible ad read, but you should totally check out Audible. Click on our fucking link. Uh, I did that Isaac Asimov book that I was talking about last week, and it was actually about robots. Maybe that's why I went so hard into robots this week. Man, yeah, you are. That's uh, cool. But <sighs> I forgot where I was going, honestly. Uh, <laughs> no, so uh, <laughs> last week, it, it, I was like, I don't know if I'm really going to get sucked into this. Clearly, I did. Um what were we just talking about? Robots, bro. <laughs> the whole time. It's the 420 episode. No, we were talking about... No, uh, yesterday. It's 422. <laughs> it's 422. <laughs> we were talking about uh, Idiocracy. And you, you listened to some Audible book about robots. Uh, oh, so Isaac Asimov is one of the most iconic uh, dystopian future robot AI, like that, that science fiction style writers. Um, you could also go into like three body problem or, or more specifically things like, uh, Fahrenheit 451 or Brave New World or, you know, you can get into these books that are dystopian future or movies even if you're into that. Viva Vendetta is a great one. I thought we covered the, the three Matrix. problem last week. We did. The okay. three phallus problem. <laughs> uh, where, where I was going with it was, uh, idi- idiocracy is one of the best dystopian future 
movies that's ever been, right? Oh, yeah. Because there's something about, like, even though it's a comedy, most, most dystopian future movies, you're, you're watching, um, it makes scientific sense. You're watching, you're watching V for Vendetta and you're like, oh, it's, it's a drama or it's an action or it's yeah. a, it just so happens one of the best dystopian future movies ever made comedy was movie. a comedy movie. And yeah. anyone that hasn't seen it should fucking check it out. Cause V for Vendetta was a pretty good dystopian future movie too. Yeah. But it wasn't a comedy. No, but it was great. So is uh, They Live. That was pretty good dystopian. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it gets so, widely regarded. So is Artos. Yeah. No, that was not good. <laughs> that was very dystopian. What was the one? Eviscerate the Proletariat. Oh, fuck. Ah, it's gone. That's three times. <laughs> you definitely celebrated too hard yesterday. Yeah, it's just crazy because you can see that stuff really playing out in some way. You know, it's very relatable. How so? Elaborate. Uh oh gosh, just even like censoring books, you know, like Fahrenheit four five one. No, that whole society gradually getting stu- more stupid, stupider. Yeah, you know what I was gonna say. See, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, but is it just changing? You ever? Uh, uh, Greg Giraldo had a bit where he was reading a a letter from like an illiterate guy in the Civil War or something, and he's like, "My dearest Rachel." You know, I'm fuck. What does he say? I, I'm I'm glad to be out here fighting the forces of tyranny and oppression. And you know, don't weep for me. And and then he's like, Yo, Claudia, it is fucking hot. It is fucking hot because I am in the dessert. Like today's <laughs> yeah. letter home. To, you know? Yeah, dude is 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 it really changing? Are people getting more and more dumb? Or oh yeah, dude. Are we just nitpicking and fucking like society changes and language changes? Wait till your kid brings home math. You're gonna be like, what the fuck happened to math? Yeah, right now, uh, my daughter's five, so I can pretty much hang with anything she's got. You know, she brings home some homework. I fucking uh, I got this under control. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do because she starts school soon. No, dude. It's not that. The simple math, they do it differently now. The simple math is done differently. And if you teach them to do math the way that you know to do math, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can wrong. really screw up kids' head. Yeah. like, Well, explain. It's irreversible. What, what do you call the shit? New math. Yeah, yeah. I call it new math. I don't even know if it is, man. Just math is hard and every teacher teaches it different. Yeah, but there's that new math, dude. I feel like math is one of those things that shouldn't... They do multiplication right? different. They, you you can teach it's history it's with like, a spin by giving different perspectives. You can teach, you know, uh, like literature or writing or, or something with a with a bias. But can you really teach science or math with a fucking twist? Yeah. I feel they, like it... That, they like, teach math with a twist now. It's It's wild. Just wait. Like, the multiplication is done different. Like, the way I know multiplication is you put the two numbers, one on top, one below, and you put a little X next to them, and then you multiply all the numbers and do the drop down, and then you add the drop down, and then that's it, right? Don't know. They do something completely different. Dude, my dumbass, long division was fucking hard. I remember Still being, is. Because <laughs> long division is wrong now. They don't do long division anymore. The Dude. way they do division is different. It's like tables or something. I remember being in, fuck, like fourth grade, and I'm doing long division, and math is not my strong suit. That's not where I'm good. Uh, and I'm trying to do this long division, and I can remember, as soon as you get one number wrong, it's all oh, fucked, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And so I start, like, this fucking chain, and, like, the whole paper is this chain of fucking 
keep going around and going around. <laughs> and eventually you're like, dude, I fucked up. Like yeah. somewhere I fucked up because this is not supposed to be this dude. long. Something happened. <laughs> dude. dude. Yeah. See, I was always good at long division. I could figure that shit out. You're like dividing decimals and shit. What the fuck? Dude, I was even good at geometry. That's why I was good at like. Well, geometry, that's the thing though. Everything. But I was terrible at like fucking algebra, man. Yeah. I, I guess geometry and people being able to visualize things is a different skill set than math. So I was actually pretty good at geometry and I was okay at it. I was okay at algebra, but I'm not good at fucking like real legit math. Dude, trying to figure out numbers or multiply basic numbers in my head. I can't do that shit. Oh, I got that shit in the bag. I can do short math in my head like nobody's business. Yeah, I can do that too. Not like nobody's business, like somebody's business, but I got I, I can do that pretty good. But like, what's 13 times 7? Uh 91. Yeah, 91. Yeah, right 91. There. No, I was right there. I literally was. I don't, I don't know. What's 11 divided by 3? Oh, uh, that's not a whole well, number. Yeah, that's not a whole number, bro. Give me a decimal. Uh, okay. It's 2 point. No, it's 3 point. <laughs> See? Dude, I'm just saying. It's fucking hard. Like, Yeah, 3 point. Yeah. I would rather be, you know, I, I can imagine how like... 3 and 2 thirds, right? A triangle or a square or something in... in Try to visualize, or the remember the and when you were in middle school and you had to draw the fucking shapes with a protractor or something. I was actually pretty good at that. You got to figure out how to draw. All you have is a circle. You can mm-hmm. draw a circle. I was pretty good at angles. And you could, you could, you, like, you take the circle and you put the point here and you draw one. And then you put put it on the circle and you draw another one. And then you put it where they cross and you draw another one. And then you can connect the centers and you've got a triangle, right? Yeah. So doing that and then you've got to draw like the fucking White House or something. That was good, and it and it translated well because, uh, like CAD. Now I'm now I fuck with CAD a little bit, and That's it's fun. it's I almost the same thing. Yeah, 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 I'm okay at that. But when it comes to like doing inventory, and they're like, oh, we we have eleven over here, five over here, and we have two that are out, but they're gonna come back. And, and dude, I fucking it gets lost. <laughs> You're like, so we have one, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I I count three right here. Can we just say three? So you pissed the bed? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it's still warm. Feels good. What's y'all's best subject in school? Oh, no. Ooh. I didn't, like, actually do enjoy school or feel like I was doing good at it until I got to technical school. Yeah, literature. Mm-mm. Not literature. <laughs> I, was good at, I was good at that. I hated reading the books, and I was like, I'd read them and go into class the next day, and they'd talk about how they interpreted it. And I never interpreted it that way, probably because I wasn't paying attention to it when I was reading. But also, I was like, God, who cares, man? You know, like, who cares what you as English teacher lady thinks about this book? Like, this book's terrible. <laughs> I don't want to read it anymore. <laughs> Just was not into it. I liked reading. What was your best subject in school, crazy. though? God, man. Math? Science? Yeah. I don't even know. No. I, I was, like, mediocre. I would do what I had to do to, like, get through the class, you know? The science was intriguing, but the human body is complicated as fuck. I was never into any of it, like, passionate about it. What about history? I liked history. Dude, I I remember one time I did a... I I I actually loved history. A project for history, and this was one of the worst failures I ever had, because I really did try on the project, and I turned it in, and she was like, Blake, I just don't think that you tried your hardest. Like, this doesn't seem like Blake work. And it's like, no, but I did. And she's like, well, you say that, but... This is really like subpar level. And it's just like, dude, but I did though, you know, oh, dude, it was soul crushing. Uh, 
because you you know a lot of times if a kid just tries like they're gonna do okay mm-hmm. you know and only once was i ever just like fuck man like i'm just i just suck i'm just dumb <laughs> you know damn uh math beat math beat it into me pretty oh math i didn't have any problem with it they're like blake what happened i'm like i'm a fucking idiot dude. yeah <laughs> what do you mean they're like yeah you are kind of an idiot you're okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i guess history wasn't bad like the cause and effect stuff you know it was just like writing essays that i hated see that was my jam i did pretty good at most subjects actually until i didn't did you well, oh all right maybe this topic will be more fun uh what were your fuck off classes oh i had a communications class that was a fuck off class i actually had a class that might as well have been called fuck off class i think it's called like okay no, no study hall or something i want to throw this caveat out there like i had there were certain ag classes that i took that were just dude i took equine science you guys know what the fucking equine is yeah <laughs> Dude, horses. I took equine science to learn about fucking horses, and I didn't do shit in that class. Like, I fucked off, you know, go, f- yeah, go smoke cigarettes on the fucking golf course. Damn. Like, that's what you're doing. You're, you're, go drink beers in the parking lot. <laughs> like, but what about, what about a class that you were, you enjoyed, but was totally a fuck off class? Right? Like, I, I took, I did I, enjoy the communications class. I took, uh, I took metal fab. And I learned how to use a cutting torch and a welder. Oh, dude. General electronics was a total fuck-up class. What's that? What do you do in general electronics? Uh, you, like, learn some basic circuitry and how to solder and shit. That's cool. I wish I could have learned that. But it was total fuck-off class. I had a geology class that was pretty fucked off. We just, like, went outside all the time. I think a lot of people did drugs. <laughs> you just go outside and, like, look at butterflies <laughs> and, and rocks and shit. <laughs> it was cool, but, yeah, it was pretty fucked off. No, but I guess what I'm more asking is, like... And the epiphany I'm having here is maybe those classes that were fuck off classes that the that the school valued as fuck off classes maybe those were the most important classes because like that's where you learn how to do shit, dude. I learned how to fucking use a cutting torch. I learned how to use a a MIG welder and a TIG welder. Like, yeah, that's the shit that you know actually translates to real world trade. Yeah. Uh, I took a shop class too, and same with the geometry thing, right? Like that. That translated well. Dude, fucking algebra, at least for my dumb ass and the career that I chose, algebra doesn't do shit. Like, I don't fucking need that shit, like, 90% of the time. Yeah, I guess it depends, kind of, like, you don't need to use the cutting torch either, but I don't know. Algebra's yeah, important that's for true. Stuff. No, I can see that. Uh, Just depends on what you're doing, you know? Yeah. I use the cutting torch. Dude, I'll get guys in the shop, and they're like, I'm like, hey, you mind going over there and getting the oxyacetylene torch and chopping this up? And they're like, I don't know how to use a an oxyacetylene torch. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to teach you how to use an oxy, And this is something that you're going to take away. Like, you're yeah. going to actually learn something here. You're going to cut shit when you leave here. Yeah, I remember doing that first time. It's cool. And the only thing I use algebra for is like, dude, I, yeah, I don't know. I use it like in my daily work all the time. Do you? Yeah. Bro, my school had an auto shop class at one point. That's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> they need to make a class that's like, this is how you balance your fucking... Oh. Dude, honestly, taxes. balancing a checkbook is fucking whack too now. Like, that's old yeah. old technology. We don't need yeah. that shit. You just check the app, right? Yeah. But maybe, like, how to pay bills, right? What if you just taught people how to pay bills and talk to robots on the phone and or how, how to... credit works. Or oh, credit. 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 There should be an entire huge, class on credit. Or, like, investing. That'd be great. Dude, credit's huge. You should talk people about assets and stuff. That's one, that's one thing I still haven't learned is fucking credit. <laughs> that shit's confusing, bro. <laughs> it seems arbitrary. They just make shit up. 
Wait, okay, so I gotta you play by the rules? You want me to fucking get a bunch of money that I can't actually spend, otherwise it tanks my credit? Wouldn't aren't I more lucrative if I just keep it maxed out and just like keep raising my limit and maxing it out and raising it and maxing it out? Yeah. Like, I'm a better customer at that point, right? Like, you got me in for the long haul. And you're look, really capitalizing look, you, you, on your credit. Yeah, you could have got me on this $5,000 credit line, or you could have got me on a $50,000 credit line. Either way, you got me, you know? But you, you, you're totally eating at your own profits here, Ben. Credit and debt. There should be an entire class on just credit and debt. Yeah. But that's a horrible, horrible topic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it'd be hard for kids to even... I don't know. Unless you just convince them, like, oh, dude, it's like anything else with convincing kids. As as once a kid and and now a father of kids, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't teach people your own experiences. You could tell them about it, and like, fucking, hopefully they'll fucking listen, right? But usually yeah. they're not gonna, and they're gonna go learn the fucking hard way, just like everybody else in the world, right? Yeah. Like, you know how many people when I was growing up was like. Finish school, go to college, don't do drugs, and, like, fucking pay all your bills and be a responsible human being. And, like, my teenage ass is like, fuck all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, a lot of the the best shit that I learned was from my dad. And I know this is kind of a cheesy topic, but y'all are sitting here talking about that. And I was thinking, well, I can, what is it? I can teach it to you, but I can't understand it for you, you know? Uh, Shit like that just... Sticks with me so hard. Does your dad have any crazy shit like that that he just said? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I've got a. I've got a few. I got one that'll make sense to nobody else but me. And it's pick up your fucking towel. Because every day when I get out of the shower, I leave my fucking towel on the floor. And every day, and he come up. And it's a metaphor, up. right? It's a metaphor for taking care of yourself. And yeah. 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 See. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see. He, and, see? He, and he already knew the effects, right? Like. If you throw the towel on the floor every day, every day you're going to have to get a new towel. And then you have to do laundry like four times more. And like, if you just do the simple shit, like pick up your fucking towel, then you don't have to worry about it. You can use that same towel for like a whole week. They need an entire course on dadisms. My dad, he used to say, fair's what you pay on a bus. Yeah, that's a good one. I you like, know what I'm saying? I like that one. I've used that one with my own kids. Dude, you too. can't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true, though. It's like, dad, one. that's not fair. And you'd go, fair's what you pay on a bus. Uh, my dad had one that was, uh, never carry a bigger stick than you want shoved up your ass. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. That reminds me of a story. <laughs> so, uh, I was probably 10 years old and my uncle, who was an entire generation older than my mom, right? Like he's old enough to be my mom's dad. Uh, he got cancer and he came and lived with us for, I don't know, like two years. And while he was going to chemo and all that, you know, he just, he just lived with us for, for a while. And he's the one that taught me like how to shoot guns and, and all that. It, it was, it was a really cool experience. And, and for whatever reason, he was really good at telling stories. And he told this story about how, uh, when he was a kid, he got, what is it? He got into a fight in a, like the town square or whatever. And these guys just beat the shit out of him. Right. And so, uh, and one of them ended up hitting him in the leg with a baseball bat. It wasn't like they fucking tried, were trying to kill him, but one of them hit him, right? So he goes home. He gets back in his car. He goes home and he's got, he had a Cadillac convertible. He goes home. He tells his dad, my grandfather, he's like, yeah, these kids beat the shit out of me. One of them hit me with a baseball bat. He's, that's what set him off, right? Like, oh shit, this wasn't a fair fight. This was, you got jumped essentially. And so he's like, all right, I want you to go back. And he's like, no, I'm not going to go back. Like they're going to fuck me up again. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go with you, but you're going to go back. And so my grandfather laid down in the back seat of the car and my uncle drove back to the town square. 
these guys are like, hey, what the fuck? So there, there he is. And he gets out and he's like, look, I'm not here for trouble. I just, my dad told me I should come back and confront you. And they're like, well, dude, we're going to fuck you up now. And they still got that bat. And then my grandfather jumped out of the car and fucking apparently beat the shit out of all the kids and took the bat and brought it home. Now, this is way back in the day, right? Like right, right. This is, we're talking fucking the 50s, right? Uh, he's He was a young man. My grandfather, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't carry a bigger stick than you want shoved up your ass, right? If, yeah. if they hadn't had the bat, one, he wouldn't have felt compelled to go there. Two, he wouldn't have taken the bat from him. Yeah. Yeah. And beating their asses. <laughs> I hope he didn't beat their ass with a bat. Because that's <laughs> fucking, you go to jail for that shit now. But he's dead, so fuck off, people. Yeah. So a similar story I heard somewhere else was there was a fight, and it was somewhat of a fair fight, but... The kid lost, and he ran home, and he got a baseball bat, and the dad caught him and said, where are you going with that baseball bat? And he said, "I'm this kid just beat my ass. I'm going to go fuck him up with the baseball bat. And the dad told him, don't carry a bigger stick than you want shoved up your ass, because what if you go back and try to hit that kid with that bat, and he takes it from you and whoops your ass with the bat? Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. So there's two bulls standing on top of a hill. Yeah, this is a good one, too. An old bull and a young bull. And they're standing on top of this hill, and they're under their shade tree, and they're looking down, and there's all these cows, entire field full of cows. The young bull's all excited, like, hey, hey, let's run down there and fuck one of those cows. Let's run down there and fuck one of those cows. And the old bull's like, hey, chill out, bro. Let's walk down there and fuck all those cows. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I don't get it. <laughs> that's fucking, yeah. That's some boss ass shit, right? Yeah, dude. And it's probably boss bull. It's probably misogynist or something. But was um, that in the movie Barnyard? Uh, no, it was Ferdinand. Okay, okay. Haven't you seen Ferdinand, the Disney classic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah. Seuss. Have you not seen Barnyard, the Nickelodeon classic? No. Okay, <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> what? So, guys, the whiskey and whiskey whiskey and whiskers website is up. It's uh, whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. You can go there and check out uh, all of the links to our social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also go to anywhere you like to listen or watch: uh, Podbean, YouTube, Google Plays, iTunes, all that shit. Spotify. Spotify. You can also uh, find links to our Patreon account. Sign up for our Patreon account. There's a lot of perks to it. You all they're all listed. See what's up with that. Starting at just one dollar, or you can go all the way up to a thousand dollars a month and get the free rim job. That's a pretty good way to be. It's a high team move for sure. We're also on the That's Not Canon Network. Um, all every single podcast on the That's Not Canon Network is good. Uh, super dope. I'm glad they support us and they've helped us out a lot with our uh, marketing and, and uh, graphics and stuff. So see what's up with them. Give them all the support. Tell them we sent you. Uh, we have new content all the time. New shows every Monday. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>